I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is G-Men versus the Dragon. After Japanese spies from the Black Dragon Society infiltrate United States borders, federal agent Rex Bennett is enlisted by the government to capture them. Bennett teams up with British Special Agent Vivian Marsh and Chinese Special Agent Chang Sing to stop them and help win the war. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another Fandor video podcast. Welcome, Chris Kelly. Welcome, Human. Thank you so much. And our amazing executive producer, Bryn. Hello, everybody. (laughs) And our guest today is Michelle Palermo. Hi, Michelle. All right. Now, we're doing something different with the Fandor video podcast today because, well, you'll understand as the questions continue. Michelle has a TV (laughs) show called The Middle of Nowhere. And first, Michelle, tell us what Middle of Nowhere is all about. How did it come about? How did you conceive it? Give us the backstory. Okay, so Middle of Nowhere is a half-hour single-camera comedy drama about a woman in middle age and her crazy extended immigrant family. Um, And it came about because it's based on my life, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, some might say loosely based, others say not at all loosely based. But it um, came about after a very personal moment of midlife crisis for me. And um, I decided to sit down and write about it. And I actually didn't know what it was when I first started writing about it. I was like, is this a movie? Is this a play? Is this a book? Whatever. And I kept writing and writing until I had written eight episodes of a television series. And I had a whole first season. So that's That's what it ended up being. So, I mean, not to get too personal, but, you know, I did watch the the first episode (laughs) and the the main character I, I'm assuming is you. By the way, that woman is a great actress. What's her name? She's an amazing actress, Elena Wolf. Yeah, Elena. She, yeah, she really she, is. Yeah. Um, she's a great there's actress. a really like kind of crappy divorce she's going through. Did that happen <laughs> to you? Did you go through that crappy divorce? I did not go through the crappy divorce. Actually, I went through a crappily ever after period of my marriage um, <laughs> that I relied on well, there we go. Uh, for it. But um, but actually that sort of came out of the fact that a bunch of my friends, you know, a good portion of my friends uh, were getting divorced in midlife. And I thought that was a really interesting area to explore, which we're going to explore more as the seasons go on, which is, you know, how different it is for a woman at 50 to be, you know, 
on the market than a guy at 50. It's just a very interesting tale. And, um, and so I kind of relied on a lot of my girlfriend's experiences for, for that for, part of it. Yeah. So how many festivals have you guys been to? What's, what's been the feedback you've gotten? And I, you know, if there's been some terrible feedback, I'd love to hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the terrible feedback is when you don't get into the festivals. That's the really bad feedback. And we've had some of that actually. So, no, um, gonna... you know, when we first started out, I was, I was a little afraid of festivals cause that's not really my genre of, of stuff generally, but um, so we had a couple of re- rejections and I was getting very, very discouraged and frustrated. And then all of a sudden we had an acceptance from the New York City International Film Festival. And we went there and we won best TV show and best actress and best director. And from then on for like four months, it was just we got into about, I would say, nine festivals and came out of it with about nine awards. So and two of them were audience awards, wow. which are nice. really uh great to get because you get a real sense of how people are liking the show and this last festival that we were in uh dances with films was at the chinese theater here in la i saw that you uh, interviewed leslie scallon yeah and she and we were able to watch the show on a big screen which usually you don't get to do with the tv show and it was really really fun that was a great oh. experience to watch your tv show with a whole audience full of people and I would think that the audience awards are particularly good leverage on distribution, right? In terms of having the conversation. I think so. I think yeah. that, that they say a lot about how people like your show. Because jury awards are great, you know, right. they're, but they're a very specific group of people with a very specific, you know, thought process. Yeah. Um, and, and yet an audience award is really how many people gave your show five stars. So yep. uh, what was your budget for the first two episodes and how did you come up with the money? Okay, so the budget for the first two episodes, oh, yeah. first two episodes ended up being one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I did not come up with the money. Basically, what I did is I brought my friend Lolly Howe and I said I want to make this first two episodes of this TV show, and she's like, "What's your budget?" And I said, "I have no money. I'm just going to like pull together money as I go along. Um, can we do this?" And she was like, "Let's do it. I'm in." And so we really just, uh, you know, I, I, I and saved and took stuff out of savings. I took, you know, made my husband get involved. And so we used um, some of our savings. And then the process of post was over COVID. So, you know, it wasn't like I, I started out with a budget of $150,000 and chipped away at it. It just kind of, you know, I think we shot our, our shooting budget was about $60,000 okay. to shoot it. And then posting it was, you know, uh, ongoing. So it was, that's how I did it, sort of piecemeal. Okay. So where are you now? How many more episodes and how much money do you need? Did you hear what I Oops. said? All right. So we've got six more episodes to shoot. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we've got six more episodes to shoot for season one. And um, we have gotten the budget down to $450,000 to complete those six episodes. That's all of it. Now we started out with a budget of a million, then we went to 600,000 and now we're at 450,000, which is about the same amount that each episode cost us for the first two. But now we have to like sort of up our game, pay a little bit more to everybody, add a few more people, you know, and do it a little bit better, but we're super organized now. So we know how to do it. So that's what we are looking to do. Raise $450,000 over the next six weeks. So as you can see with this uh, interview here, we're going to be walking with our new friend, Michelle, down this journey. She's done two episodes. 
and we're going to be checking in with her periodically to see what the hell's going on. So the, <laughs> the next it's most... Great, it's great to be able to capture these stories in real time. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next question yeah. is, where are your, like, are you hitting up any big money people? The big money people can fund this thing like this. I know. I just need to find one person with $450,000 who wants to be an executive producer of a television show, which, by the way, is a pretty cheap price for being the executive producer of a television show. Um, but so we're going about it a bunch of different ways. I've got a friend who's a venture capitalist who's you know sort of scouting the waters to see if there is that person or a couple people who will just give us the money and let us get started. We're already in pre-production, by the way, scouting locations and hiring people sort of like tentatively and all that. We're, we're so sure that this is going to happen, that we're just going ahead so that we can meet it when it starts. Um, better, on the other side, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, you better hope and pray your executive producer gives you the money and leaves you the F alone. Uh, that, that executive <laughs> hey, producer. I'm, I'm happy for an executive producer to come to set. We have a producer. No, no, no. Uh, not I, I feed some of human stuff and he's still, you know, trying to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say this. That executive producer is going to be like, you know what? I'm going to give you the money, but I don't like the casting of that person. Get rid of that person. I'm going to give you the money. Yeah. What are you going to do? Change this scene. Change that yeah, scene. Right? Yeah, I'm Michelle, not going to do that because if you're willing to give me the four hundred fifty thousand dollars to do my show, then you must have liked my you show. You better bought, bought it in the division. No, that's exactly, <laughs> right. exactly but we, right. But what so I will say, say is we have I, I lots want... of parts yet to be cast. Okay. So, hold on, hold you know, Chris, uh, so Chris is, is going to give you some wisdom. Not somebody coming, coming by and saying, well, I, I really want you to make it about a middle-aged venture capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I would say to that person, well, how about if make your own dates show. a middle-aged <laughs> venture capitalist? Would, how would that be? Then there's a character who is a middle-aged venture capitalist. <laughs> okay, so when you raise the money, how long will it take you to edit the film, shoot it, package it, and get it ready to be viewed? We have um, a four-week shoot scheduled, 24 for, days For right six now, episodes? And, uh, and four weeks That's for tight. six episodes. That's oh, you want to see how we work? We twenty-four days for six episodes. Indeed, indeed. I know it's time? hard to believe. <laughs> say, but say twenty-four days for six. <laughs> so I was reading. I was reading on Twitter. So Brian Koppelman, uh, the showrunner of Billions, is one of the guys that I follow on Twitter pretty religiously, and he said that it took him about eleven days per episode for season six of Billions. So wow. yeah, so to to cram well, that six episodes in in twenty-four days is impressive. Well, but also we're block shooting. So and, and because of the story of the show, by the way, the entire uh, main story of the show, not the flashbacks and the fantasies and stuff, takes place in uh, Lisa's brother's house. So okay. we literally are shooting 65 pages of our six, you know, in, in, in this house. same location. So we're block shooting it, actually, as a as a very like a very long feature instead of uh, six you know, six uh, separate episodes. We couldn't so, do that if we were doing it episode so by episode. What, what can you share? It. What can you share about the fantasy sequences? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, they, they're, they're not that kind of fantasy. <laughs> oh, okay. well, <yeah. laughs> they're, they're flights of fanti, fanti, uh, fantasy, I guess. Good question. Chris. What? Um, uh, that's a great question. Though. Um, so, uh, so it'll be four weeks shoot and then uh, six to eight weeks post. We're going to start, editing while we're shooting so all right listen i'm gonna ask you another what if question before we uh, ask you the final question so what if julia roberts and will ferrell see this and they're like oh my gosh i gotta be a part of this 
Can we be in this? Are you going to write them in or are you going to kick somebody out who you've already cast? What are you going to do? I'll write them in. I'm not kicking anybody out of this show. Right. I love this cast. They are, they've made this show. They, and, and they have stuck with me through COVID. They all showed up at Dances with Films, super excited. And like, when are we getting started again? Even people who've gone off and gotten other gigs still want to come back and do this show. So how am I going to tell them nice. I'd rather have Julie Roberts? Right. Yeah. I'll write her a real. I'll write her a whole different show. I'll stay up all night. <laughs> write her a, a different show. <laughs> all right. So uh, I feel like Michelle wants to bestow a little wisdom on us. I think we should let her. And so, <laughs> Michelle, in your humble yet wise opinion, what, you're like a professor at Columbia or something, right? What do you do for a living? I am an adjunct <laughs> professor of television at Columbia. Yes, I am. Yeah, look at mm. you. Very right. proud so- to be. I Tell didn't us. go to an Ivy League school, though. I just, you know, like, which, I don't know how I got that job. just teach you one, <laughs> which is pretty good, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so did you go to junior college, or what'd you, where'd you go? No, I went to Marquette University in uh, Milwaukee. Oh, which is fantastic. Is Marquette gotta good? Stick, gotta stick with the Jesuits. Like, it's is it all, good? It's always yeah, good. It's yeah, good. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. You know, I think you kind of grow where you plant it. I, I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's, I was a theater a, major, you know? it's in, in exciting Milwaukee. So. Oh, it is? Yes. Wow, you know about Marquette, huh? In which we all know from Wayne's world, uh, Milwaukee is the only city to have elected three socialist mayors in its existence. Wow, Chris, <laughs> with the knowledge. Well, listen, I thought we were going to get wisdom from Michelle. We just got wisdom from Chris. That was delivered by Alice Cooper in Wayne's world. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, right. Michelle, uh, why don't you uh, tell us about TV today? Where is it at? According to Michelle Palermo. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
All right, well, here I go. Um, here's my little five second rant. No, it's not a rant. Um, so TV is a lot right now. I mean, there's tons of networks and streamers and all that, but it's a lot like film was back in the 50s and 60s. It's a very farmed studio or network system where you come in with an idea and you know they mold it and cast it and figure out if you're going to be involved with it and kind of marginalize you as much as possible so they can, you know, have a profitable show that belongs to them. And, you know, I've been part of the system. I've profited from that system. Um, but what it feels like now, because there's so much content, particularly after COVID, coming in from overseas, you know, not just Canada and Australia and English speaking stuff, but where people are watching shows from Iceland and Bulgaria and Korea. And, and so there's a group of television creators out there that are going, wait a minute, like, those shows are being done for a lot cheaper. They've got a lot more artistic freedom. Why don't we get to do that? And so this year at the festivals, the best part about it is I met a bunch of these people like me who've gone off and created content. And we are just trying to figure out how to get it on TV because the standard way, like you can't take this to a television network and say, hey, I made two episodes of a TV show. You want to help? You know, they're not really interested in that. So we're, we're trying to find a way you know, video on demand, streamers, private financing, all this different stuff to figure out a different door to open up, much like the um, the indie filmmakers did back in the 60s and 70s. So it's a really exciting time, I think. And in 10 years, I think TV is going to make in myriad ways, not just the way it's made now. And I think that myself and my, you know, my few colleagues that I've met this summer with good product are right at the forefront of that. So we're kicking down doors right now. I have a new, I have a new segment idea, because Michelle's going to be a regular guest. We're always going to end with wise words from Michelle Palermo. Oh, no. That's great. Michelle Palermo kicking in the door. Marquette University. All right. Well, listen, everyone. Um, is there anywhere anybody can see these first two episodes? Not yet. We oh, are geez. holding them very closely. But if they're willing to uh, come to our WeFunder, uh, one of the benefits of donating a certain amount or investing a certain amount of money is the ability to watch the first two episodes. So that you okay. know, that's a little bit of a hot. hot is, of is, a, there, is, is there amount an amount of money that gets you cast in the show? Oh, <laughs> we're still figuring that out. But okay. listen, you know, I am <laughs> I am not above doing that. Hey, I will, you know, I'll, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so listen, how do people donate to your TV show? Middle well, we, have, we are going to be starting a WeFunder account that's going to be live um, October 15th. And just look for Middle of Nowhere TV show. And it will be on there. And the, the terms of the raise will be on there. What the different uh, categories are. You can, you know, you can invest from $100 all the way up to $450,000. And there are different terms uh, with that raise. So, um, and, and there'll be all sorts of information uh, there on WeFunder and our trailer, um, which you can actually find on Vimeo now. If you go to Vimeo and look up Middle of Nowhere, our trailer is live on there. Fantastic. And you guys have a website you want to plug or anything? Yep. www.middleofnowheretvshow.com. <laughs> 
dot com. Sorry. Okay, right. right. Yep. No, so always the, yep. the, the, the top level domain thing these days has gotten pretty interesting. So there's the dot coms, the dot co's, the dot, I think there may be even a dot show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want her to have dot, dot TV. What if she had dot, what if she had dot US? If you had dot US. Wait a minute. Really you know what? Cool. I just gave you, here's some words of wisdom. I just gave you the wrong oh, email or website address. It's www.middleofnowhere.tv. That's what there we go. Oh, okay, perfect. TV, See, all right. Go, top level domain. <laughs> Thank God you asked her that question. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I'm going to drop a little bit of internet website. knowledge here, too. <laughs> you just saved the segment, Chris. Thank you. All right. We would have just fixed it in pain. <laughs> all right, everyone. Her name is Michelle Palermo. And uh, her TV show is Middle of Nowhere. And we're going to be walking with her on this journey. So thank you so much, Michelle. Michelle. Thank you. Listen. You guys are great. Thanks so yeah. much. No, I Michelle, really we're going to. Are you going to be ready to talk to us in a month? Is a month. I will be ready to talk to you in a month. I'll have my fists full of cash sitting here. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> right. Making it rain. <laughs> Making it rain. All right. End, exactly. of, end of October. We're checking in with you. All right. Okay. So, thank, great. Thanks so much, Michelle. All right. Thanks, thanks Michelle. guys. Bye. Bye. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now on Fandor is G-Men vs. the Dragon. After Japanese spies from the Black Dragon Society infiltrate United States borders, federal agent Rex Bennett is enlisted by the government to capture them. Bennett teams up with British Special Agent Vivian Marsh and Chinese Special Agent Chang Sing to stop them and help win the war. That's F-A-N-D-O-R. The home for cinephiles. 